0: and take the right next steps towards landing a career you love because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. This is the Flourish Careers Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Flourish Careers Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Smith, and today we are jumping into strategies that introverts can use to flourish in corporate environments. Now, I don't love this idea of putting people in boxes based on their personalities, because for many of us, we flex our personalities depending on the situation. Although I do think that sharing stories and language around topics like this can be helpful. So for my fellow introverts, maybe you've sidestepped opportunities you wanted, Or perhaps you felt bulldozed out of the way by your naturally more talkative and confident colleagues. Or maybe you've even felt like something was wrong with you or that introversion is a weakness that you're supposed to overcome. I know I felt like this, especially early in my career. But I'm here to tell you that this couldn't be further from the truth. For us, success just requires a little bit less mainstream approach. So, this episode will show you how to a little bit more, maybe lean into your strengths and abilities as an introvert so that you can thrive in the corporate world and you don't have to pretend to be someone you're not. So, for today, I'm going to share some personal experiences as an introvert working in the corporate world. Then jump into the advantages and tips for being an introvert in the corporate work environment. I'll talk through a couple challenges that you might face and then wrap up with some ideas on how to take care of yourself because y'all know that nourish to flourish is one of my favorite mantras. Before we dive in, I just want to have a note here for all my beloved extroverted friends, I love you, I envy you, and I wish I could be more outgoing and energetic like you. This is not a knock on anyone in any way. It's just more of my personal experience and an effort to help others who might feel similarly. So let's just start with a quick story. So when I worked in the corporate world, I was once tasked with leading my team through building out a whole new strategy, a new process, new tools for an upcoming company-wide recruiting initiative. And my manager at the time was somebody who relished in the limelight and hoped we'd come up with something that made a big splash. And I remember the conversation. She literally said to me, Jen, you know we like to make a big splash around here, And I was like, oh my gosh, I know it's just not my natural way of working. And so I assured her that we would do our very best in our own way. And as an introvert, I knew that there was no way I could or would ever even want to create such a loud and showy spectacle. But I also knew that we could still make an impact. And so, in our own quiet, yet very effective way, we developed and implemented this new initiative. It was not a big event, but it was meaningful and it worked. So instead of having these big meetings and splashy showy rollouts, what we did was conducted smaller group workshops to get additional input and get everybody on board. And then from there, we ended up turning those groups from the workshops into teams that helped us execute the initiative. So It was really effective. It was completely different than what my manager had in mind. And when we met the goal, no one was more surprised than my manager. And she actually admitted that she was surprised that we achieved our goal in such a low-key way. But she also complimented us on getting it done. And most importantly, she recognized that there were other ways of getting things done. So I think at some point, she finally realized that maybe introversion and introverted leaders have their quiet advantages, which I want to talk about next. So Susan Cain is a former corporate attorney and a self-proclaimed introvert, and she argues that introverts actually make the best leaders. So she has a book called Quiet. It's the power of introverts in a world that can't stop talking And she did a ton of research and came up with several advantages of being an introverted leader in the corporate world. So I'm going to talk through a couple of them. The first one is that introverts tend to think things through much more thoroughly. So a lot of times our thoughtfulness allows us to explore different opinions before making a decision and different options before making a decision which means that our decisions can deliver potentially even better results for our companies. So I'm gonna give you another example here. Our company was hosting an event, this was years ago. We were hosting an event and we wanted an app to guide people through the event. And so I remember partnering with a software engineer and she was pretty quiet and kept to herself. Um, And instead of jumping straight into the project, when we just said, hey, we want to create this app for our event, she took a step back to really think through different options. She went out there and researched trends. She talked to our team. She talked to me to really understand what we were looking for. She considered the potential impact of each of these different options based on the user experience and the technology performance. And then she weighed pros and cons of each of the options. And what she ended up designing and delivering was really innovative. It was actually fun to use. It worked. (laughs) It was user-friendly. She came to us and communicated, you know, all the different features and the quality of it. And it was just a huge success. And I felt like noticing, you know, her more introverted nature allowed her to thoroughly analyze the situation and come to not only well-informed decisions, but also a product that was one of the best I've seen even up until this day. So that's just one example. Um, Another advantage is that introverts tend to be better listeners. So when it comes to collaborating with colleagues and tapping into different needs of customers or clients, I personally think that someone that can listen carefully and really seek to understand can ultimately deliver a better product or a service. Another advantage is that introverts can be pretty creative. So it's an inclination for innovation that can make us more effective in tasks like marketing or coming up with new ideas or visual branding or written words and blogs and things like that. So this makes me think of one of my friends and former clients, uh, John, he was working on a brand design for a client. So he made a career change and was working, basically it was his first client and he needed to ensure that this project was a success. And so the idea was that the messaging had to align with the client's brand values and making sure it resonated with their target audience and all of the things that branding and marketing does a really nice job of. So instead of immediately pitching his own ideas, what he ended up doing was scheduling multiple meetings with the clients, um, different clients to understand their perspectives and their goals for the campaign. And he literally had like 25 plus questions on a paper and really started digging in and actively listening to the clients' responses and understanding their unique challenges, understanding their unique concerns. And then after these meetings, he went back to his team, he shared the insights, and then from there did a collaborative session with his team where they all came up to uh with different ideas and he worked to ensure that every voice was heard. Since he was new. This went a long way in relationship building on his team and then of course the campaign ended up to be a huge success and is now this like word of mouth engine that works for his um his first client and they've become one of the his company's biggest revenue streams. So that's an example where John's more introverted nature allowed him to be a really good listener and understand the needs of his team and the client team and produce a very tailored approach to this brand uh, design. Advantage number four is that introverts are more self-aware. So because we spend time reflecting, we often better understand our values. And not only does this help us make impactful decisions that are more aligned with our beliefs and our heart-based career goals, but it also helps with improved communication. And I will tell you as a former HR leader, nine times out of 10, if there is a conflict at work, it's because of a breakdown in communication. So introverts tend to be more aware of their communication style and how it impacts others. So they take time to reflect on their words and their actions and they consider how they can better communicate with their teams and their colleagues. This self-awareness can really lead to stronger relationships within an organization. It can lead to better decision-making, and I would say self-management. You know, introverts tend to be more aware of their own needs and limits, and this can often help them use their time and energy more effectively. It can improve productivity, which can improve performance, and really make work much more efficient. Okay, so now that we talked through some unique advantages of an introvert, let's look at how to maximize these strengths. So one way to maximize your strengths is to start by digging down to your roots and put that self-awareness to work for you. So at work, what strengths and skills do you actually enjoy? Reflect on situations where you've excelled in the past And then look back and notice those patterns and use that to make more informed decisions about products and roles you take on or say yes to. Another way to maximize your strength is to share your ideas in a way that works for you. So getting vocal doesn't mean that you need to hog the floor at a meeting, wait until you feel comfortable, or do some things that can help you feel comfortable and and showcase your presence. So I used to write down my thoughts before a meeting so I didn't forget them when I was like on the spot. Um, Another idea that someone actually did with me is that they emailed me their ideas and then I prompted them in a meeting to share their ideas. So they were invited to speak so they didn't feel this pressure to find an opportunity to jump in. Another way to maximize your natural strengths is to make the most of your ability to listen and observe. So you're likely paying better attention to situations and different nuances. And I will tell you that not everybody is doing that. So use your perspective and that perspective is incredibly valuable. So you'll be more adept at designing creative solutions, than a lot of your peers because you've been paying attention to the details and some of the things that might have been missed. Another way to maximize your strengths is to remember that growth happens when you embrace different challenges and change. So I know that staying in your comfort zone is tempting, but try to push yourself out of it occasionally and do it in a way that works for you. So taking tiny steps outside your comfort zone will help you learn and grow. For example, I remember starting new jobs and I hated those big introduction meetings where I'd have to like talk in front of everybody and introduce myself. So instead, I would set up one-on-one meetings to meet my new colleagues. So I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm stepping outside my comfort zone, but I'm doing it in a way that's comfortable for me. And of course, as introverts, we must take time to recharge. So remember to take breaks and recharge. Plan your schedule in a way that works for you and your energy. So a lot of times we need more alone time to process our thoughts. And it's really essential that you take the time to do this. If you don't and you just do more and more and more, it can really lead to burnout. So for example, when I do a webinar or some type of presentation, I don't schedule anything for the rest of the day after that, no matter what, because I know that I'm going to need to take that time to recharge. So now that we've talked through the different strengths of an introvert, I've talked about ways to cultivate your strengths. Let's talk through two challenges introverts might face while job searching and some tips to overcome them. So Challenge number one is most likely a job interview. Preparing for a job interview can be daunting for my introverted friends, but it's an important part of getting ahead in the corporate world. And the key is to be prepared and practice, practice, practice. Interviewing is an art and a science. So the art is your mindset. The science is your strategy going into it. A good interview is not a solo performance with the spotlight shining down on you. Rather, it's simply an engaging, meaningful, two-way conversation. So take that pressure off. And I've spent years interviewing thousands of people. So here are some tips for you. If you have a job description, analyze it, read it, dissect it. What does the hiring manager need? What can you offer to help them to get what they need? The idea of connecting with your interviewers ahead of time to see if you have anything with co- in common with them. If you don't know who you're going to be interviewing with, ask, understand what the job is and understand who you're going to be meeting with. The second thing here is to notice the story you're telling yourself going into the conversation. So is your inner critic telling you what to do or is your inner coach cheering you on? So are you talking yourself out of getting the job before you even walk into the conversation or are you cheering yourself on? It's really important to notice that and try to flip from that inner critic to that inner coach or cheerleader. And then, of course, you want to reset your mindset and approach the conversation like a business conversation. You should be interviewing the employer as much as they're interviewing you. You're not just trying to get a job, you're out there trying to find if the company is going to be a fulfilling career move for you. So ask good questions that help you determine whether or not that's going to be the case. As with any good business or marketing strategy, you must understand what makes you valuable, figure out what differentiates you and why someone would hire you, and then ensure you showcase that and bring enthusiasm and energy throughout the process. Introvert challenge number two is networking. The word alone makes me cringe, but we know that having a strong network is essential in any career. Totally understand that expanding your network and reaching out to people can be particularly cringe-inducing for introverts. And I really do think the word networking needs a rebrand. Somehow it became synonymous with asking strangers for a job, which is totally awkward, and we're not doing that. Networking is not asking strangers for favors. It's simply having conversations with people who get you and who support you and who are doing work that you want to do. It doesn't even have to be done in in in-person events. You can find social media groups in your desired industry or role and begin engaging with people virtually. These conversations should be natural, back and forth, where you're supporting the other person too. You'll often find that new professional friends want to help you succeed, especially if you lead every conversation with a service mindset and the fact that you're there to help them as much as they're helping you. And as a bonus, you might even tap into that hidden job market and land yourself a job, which is so common today. So finally, let's just wrap up with some top tips for taking care of yourself as an introvert in the corporate world. This is essential, and this is essential for everybody, regardless of personality type. Um, But sometimes the corporate world can be overwhelming and demanding, and so setting boundaries to ensure that you are taking care of yourself is really critical. So number one is set aside time for yourself each day and make it non-negotiable. Whether it's in the morning, at lunchtime, at the end of the day, it's essential to take breaks and give yourself time to recharge. I always recommend getting outside for a splash of sunshine or a couple breaths of fresh air. I used to do this during lunch when I was on site and it really made a difference. Another tip here is to listen to that inner voice. So a lot of times introverts have this instinctual understanding of a situation. So trust your gut. Take time to think through your decisions and ensure they're aligned with your values. And of course, prioritize your time. Trying to do it all can be tempting, but remember that you can't do it all. You're only one person. So determine what's essential, prioritize, break everything into tiny actions, and set realistic intentions for yourself. So in summary, success as an introvert simply requires a different approach. It is not a weakness to overcome. So my hope is that this discussion helped all of my fellow introverts thrive in corporate worlds while being true to your natural tendencies. So that's all for today, my friends. If you've liked what you heard, please consider providing a rating and review of the show. It helps more people like you find me. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time.